Attending the exhumation with him were a backhoe operator and a funeral director. The backhoe guy gave a thumbs up to the funeral director, not bothering to try yelling over the machine. The director, a large man in khakis and a cheap dress shirt, was holding a clipboard as he came lumbering over to where Daryl stood. He looked even more uncomfortable than Daryl, already sweating through his polyester shirt and panting as he walked. Nathan says he's ready. Okay. Darrell looked down at his own clipboard, then at the headstone, before reading aloud the information. Section 12, Plot 23, Grave 6. The funeral director's head bobbed up and down. Confirmed. Darrell continued. Jacob Samuel Moore, interned December 22nd last year. Another head bob. Confirmed. Okay, you're set to go. Tell the backhoe guy he can start digging. Will do. The big man retraced his steps over the large yellow machine and signaled the go-ahead. Daryl stepped back and watched as the backhoe began scraping the ground away from over the coffin. Looking down at the permit, he noted it had been obtained by a Mrs. Moore from Iowa who wanted her husband buried in their joint plot near Des Moines. It wasn't terribly uncommon to have these requests granted, and it was the seventh time Darrell had been the state's legal representative. Within a short time, the top of the coffin was exposed, and the dirt along the sides was being scraped away. The wife wasn't present, as was common with exhumations, but she would be waiting back at the funeral parlor. Darrell's main purpose for being here was to make sure they didn't dig up the wrong body. The backhoe operator got off the machine and connected some chains to the coffin, then hooked them to his bucket before returning to his seat. Slowly, the large box rose from the ground, wobbling from side to side as it broke free from the dirt. The operator rotated the bucket to one side, moving the coffin over to where both Daryl and the funeral director could see the top. A small plate attached to the lid bore a name and date carved into it, Darrell read it aloud. Jacob Samuel Moore. Jacob Samuel Moore. Confirmed, the funeral director responded. Okay, you can load it on the truck, and then we'll need to backfill the grave. As the machine operator began loading the box onto the flatbed, Darrell began to do a thorough examination of the grave hole as the state required, making sure nothing of the deceased was left behind before it was refilled. Starting at the foot of the grave, he scanned along the walls and toward the headstone. Something stopped him, sending a chill up his backbone. Sticking out from the dirt was a hand, or rather the bones of a hand. Surely that's not the dead guy's hand, is it? He walked over to where the box was being set on the truck and signaled for the backhoe operator to stop. Ducking down, he searched the bottom of the box for any holes or cracks. There were none. The funeral director stared at him, confused. What are you doing? Darrell stood up. Come here, I want to show you something. The big man followed Darrell over to the hole. Darrell pointed. What do you see? Is that a hand? Yep, but there's no sign it could have come from the coffin we just exhumed. So you think someone was buried under the existing grave? I don't know. But do you have a ladder on your truck? Sure, 
I'll be right back. The funeral director hurried away, and when he returned, he was carrying a small stepladder. Daryl lowered it into the hole and climbed down into the grave. Taking a latex glove from his coat pocket, he brushed lightly at the exposed hand, mostly bone now. As he moved the dirt below the hand, it became clear there was an arm attached. He likely had a body. Darrow climbed from the grave and pulled his phone out. Tell the backhoe guy to shut it off. I'm going to have to call this in before we go any further.